Hey, happy Sunday, my friends. Good to be back with y'all. Uh, super excited to be here today because we are entering a brand new series called The Greats. We're talking about um, one, the Great Commission, and then next week, uh, we're talking about the greatest commandment. Um, and Karen's doing that one, but I get to do the Great Commission. Now, before we get into that, have you ever disobeyed your parents? Right, I, I have, you have, we all have. I want you to think about those times as you watch the clip you're about to watch. Now, this is one of my most favorite movies of all time, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I've used it in talks before, so you've probably seen it. But this scene, Ferris and Cameron have skipped school, and Ferris is trying to convince Cameron to let him take his dad's Ferrari, yes, Ferrari, to downtown Chicago instead of driving their beater car. So, check this out, and then I'll come back. The 1961 Ferrari 250 GT, California. Less than a hundred were made. My father spent three years restoring this car. It is his love. It is his passion. It is his fault he didn't lock the garage. So, Ferris, what are you talking about? <laughs> Ferris, my father loves this car more than life itself. A man with priorities so far out of whack doesn't deserve such a fine automobile. No, no. Apparently, you don't understand. Wow. Ferris, he never drives it. He just rubs it with a diaper. <laughs> hey, remember how insane he went when I broke my retainer? Huh? Come on, that was a little piece of plastic. This is a Ferrari. Get better. Can you believe he's actually going to take it? Of course you know what's going to happen. But, Check out what the end result is. In this next clip, you're going to see what ends up happening more towards the end of the movie. <laughs> and remember how much Cameron said his dad loved that car. Check this out, what's about to happen. What I do? You killed the car. Can you believe the car went out the window? I mean, the window. Now, you may be thinking, how does this all play into the Great Commission? Well, a couple reasons, right? Jesus, right before he ascended into heaven, gave the instructions of go and make disciples of all the nations. In fact, he says it in 
uh, Matthew chapter 28, starting in verse 16. Then the 11 disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshiped him, but some still doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, now that word therefore is important, right? Because here's what it's saying. Hey, what I just said before I said therefore is really important because what I said there is impacting what I say after therefore. Does that make sense? So in other words, because all, this is, here's Jesus, because all authority is given to me, Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, right? So that's the command, go and make disciples of all nations. Now, here's the coolest thing. You and I and every other Christian, if you're a Jesus follower, that is a command that Jesus gave. You, we are all Jesus's plan a. And there is no plan B. That is how Christianity has flooded the world in that exact model. It is us telling somebody else about the good news of the gospel. Now, I know this can feel daunting at times, so here's what I want you to do. Think about some of the difficulties in sharing your faith. Go ahead and discuss that right now in group and then we'll come back and we'll finish up and wrap up the last part. All right, talk to you soon. Hey, welcome back. I'm, I'm sure um, that y'all had a really good discussion about what's difficult about sharing the gospel. I mean, it can be scary. What if they reject me? What if they make fun of me because I'm a Christian? So on and so forth. Um, it's completely understandable. Uh, so I hope you had a good discussion about that. But here's the encouraging part. In the last verse of what is known as uh, of the verses of the Great Commission, Jesus says this, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. My friends, you are not alone. Jesus sent a helper, the Holy Spirit. And in fact, check this out, when you're sharing your faith, it has nothing to do with the words you're using, how well you can speak and all of that good stuff. No, it. It's the Holy Spirit's job, and this is his function, to make that make sense and make the Spirit within them resonate with what the Spirit within you is saying. It's not up to you, my friends, and that's a relief. Like, I am so glad. You don't need to worry about the how. God's got the how. You just need to be the who. So here's what I want you to discuss. What are some ways we can get over our fears of sharing our faith? And what are some different ways that we can actually do that in an effective way? In other words, share our faith in an effective way where they understand it. All right, go ahead and discuss that. Hey, we'll be back next week. Again, Karen's talking about the greatest commandment next week, which is going to be so exciting. It may have a little something to do with love. Um, have an amazing week. Love y'all. Great being with y'all. Try and behave yourselves till I see you again. And uh, yeah. <laughs>